You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode from the Maria Saad. Maria Saad, Rabbi Yehuda Saad, his tshuvas were called Yehuda Ale Yale, which of course is what the um, the Urm Vitumim would say when it was time to uh, for Yehuda to advance. Yehuda Yale, Yehuda should go up first. And in some ways, Rav Yudas Saad became like the Posekador for Hungary and that area uh, after the death of Chassam Seifer. Uh, again, Chassam Seifer's student to the Maram Sheik and the Chassam Seifer's son, the Chassam Seifer, they were very, very important. But uh, many, many Shaivas were asked, and it's been a pretty much accepted thing that the Maria Saad was one of the uh, prime Poiskim of the second part of the 19th century. And he was asked this question. It happened to be a Shabbos question where it happened on Shabbos. He wasn't say to do the Pidyan on Shabbos, but should he do it Saturday night right away? So the Maria Saad quotes the Gon of Vilna. He starts off. He says, in Shulchan Aruch, it says that you should wait till Sunday, which is based on the Trumas Hadeshen that we saw yesterday. The Goin in the Bira Gros says, Kamo Bimila. Now, what would the Vilna Gon mean? Like Mila. So Yehuda Saad says, you know what the Goin meant? The Goin seemed to think that it should be during the day. The same way by the day, there's a din of uh, brisk can only be done in day and not at night. The same thing is true with Pinyin Aben. On that, the Maria Saad says, I'm not sure why there should be. A di- I-, I think they're very different. By Mila, the Pasuk says, Biyom, Biyom Ashmini, Biyom Ashmini, Yimo Besar Loso, Biyom and not night. We know that. But a pidyon, what's pidyon aben about? Pidyon aben is about the month. Peduyov mi ben chodesh tifta. It's a chodesh. Now, Reasad now introduces us to a fundamental machlekos about when pidyon aben begins. The Bach and the Shach, that's Rabbi Sirkish and Rabbi Shabsi Akoin Bach, that's the Shabsi Akoin, they uh, are of the opinion that a chodesh has to a chodesh has to elapse from the time of the birth of the child. Now think about this: What is a chodesh? A chodesh is the cycle of the moon. We know from the Gemaras in many places that the cycle of the moon is twenty-nine days, twelve hours, and seven hundred. Right, seven hundred and ninety-three chalokim. Right, not seven hundred ninety-three. Right, seven hundred ninety-three chalokim. That's what it is. Right, tovshin sadi gimel. That's the amount that we know it takes from one month to become another month. So for this baby, this baby, you have to wait exactly twenty-nine days, twelve hours, and these chalokim tovshin is. Tough is 400, Shin is 300, and 793. And if you if you wait that much, then you can do Pidyam. So according to the Shach and the Bach, if you wait that much time, a lot of times it'll come out to be night. Many times it'll come out to be as long, oh, has that amount of time elapsed? So now the time is to do Pidyam Aben, and that could definitely happen at night. 
The Mogan Avram and the Chacham Tzvi disagree. They say Chodesh means 30 calendar days, which means the day of the birth is day one. So you wait till day 30 is over, whenever the day of the birth is. So even if the baby is born, uh, let's say on the, the third day of Tammuz, okay, today is the second of Tammuz now, right? So let's say it's the second of Tammuz, but right before Shkia. But it's still before Shkia, that would be day one. Today is first of Tammuz. It's not anymore. <laughs> I'm looking outside here, Moshe. It looks dark. Doesn't that? Isn't that the second? True that, of Tam- true that. Yes, yeah. I, I'm correct, right? It's the second of Thomas, yeah. So let's say the baby would be born uh, a, a day, two days from now. That would be the third of Thomas, but that would be at the very end of the day, but that would still count as day one. So then you would count that as day one. The next day would be day two. And then you would have 30 days. At the end of the 30th day, you might not have this amount of time, 29, 12, et cetera. <laughs> right? You still might not have that amount of time. Right? If the baby is born, let's say, on the third of Thomas towards the night, but before, right before the sun goes down, but that still counts as day one. So 29 days later is going to be day 30. And you're not going to have this amount of time. You're not going to have the 12 hours and the 793 halakim, but the 30th day is going to be over. So that would be a, a big nafkamina according to the, in general, even without this question. When you are, when do you do the mitzvah opinion aben? Do you do the mitzvah opinion aben after the 30th calendar day? Day one is the day the baby is born. Or do you do the mitzvah pidyon aben after? It's almost like the baby is his own moon. Like the baby is the moon. And 30 days would be like from this being's creation. That's the way the Bach understands it. We take a month's worth of time as if the baby was the new moon himself. <laughs> and therefore, you, go, you, you treat the, the, the life of the baby like the span of when um, the moon makes its uh, orbit. And when it comes back, that's according to the Bach. Either way, uh, Rav Yehuda Saad says, you're still going to be able, why shouldn't you be able to do it at night? He says, so you should still be able to do it at night. Now, again, it could be that the Mogan Avram is right and the Chacham Tzvi is right. And that's what the Rav Yehuda Saad feels. Still, let's say as soon as it becomes the 31st day, the calendar day, you should do it. Because do the mitzvah right away. Now, we saw yesterday that Rav Asher Weiss says, well, it's chaviva, it's not that you're mavato the mitzvah, it's only zrizen makdimen the mitzvah. Okay, but do it, why not do it? If you can, why not do it at night? Um, and then he brings Araya from one of the Rishonim, the brother of the Rosh, I'm sorry, the brother of the tour. The brother of the tour wrote a book called Tanya. It was called Tanya. You know, he's the, he's the original Balatanya. <laughs> and it's called Tanya Agoda or Tanya Rabosa. So if you look at, in, in, in the tour's brother, that's the Russia's son, he writes that Ko Yom Biyom over Basay de Tifte. 
which goes against what we saw from Rabbi Shorweis yesterday, that it's not that you're mevatel the mitzvah. Either way, uh, the point is, is that as soon as possible, you should do it. Now, what might be the svara to wait to the daytime to do it? So, let's take a look. So he says, first of all, he says, I'm telling you, do it at night. And especially if you missed day 31 already. Especially if you missed, uh, like, like the case where it was on Shabbos. And he says, osinu maisa kvar pamim. Now, does he mean pamayim? Or, or pamim means often. This is what Ravas, Yehuda Asad, the great Paisik of that area, said, this is what I tell people to do, to have it at night. However, what's the svar to do it during the day? Now, yesterday, when we talked about Pidyan Ben being a Sudas mitzvah, remember? So I explained it yesterday because you did a great mitzvah, and now you're celebrating. And that's why the Truma Sadeshin wrote that if it's on Shabbos, where you, where you did the Pidyon on Friday, it isn't so clear that you've actually connected to a mitzvah, because nobody saw the Pidyon. And even though you with a megaphone, you said, everybody, we made a pidyon on Friday, and it was chal today, and therefore we've done the mitzvah, and the baby is nifta, the baby is redeemed. Rav Yisro Isterwin said, nobody gets it. They gotta, they've got to show up after the mitzvah is done. Okay, so do the mitzvah at night, give the kayin the money at night, and make the meal at night. Says maybe you could say it's not just to call everybody and say, "Hey, I did a mitzvah," but it's what it's persume nisa, a miracle. Now, what's the miracle that the baby survived thirty days? That's well, that might be a, a derech shalot. That might be a miracle b'derech hateva. But he wants to say, you know what the miracle is? The miracle is the original Makas Pachoros. Because every time you do Pinyin Aben, you're being Mepharsim, the nace of Yitzias Mitzrayim, and specifically Makas Pachoros. Aha, uh-huh, okay. That's more than that. That's Persume Nisa. So uh, you can get more people during the day. In the Maria Saad's time, People uh, went home at night. Uh, people didn't go out at night. People, it wasn't easy to venture out at night. You can get more people around uh, in the morning. Okay, so if that's true, so maybe what? Maybe they have Pirsimanes. Because you, that would be Menamufcher. So it's a little bit different than what we were talking about yesterday. Yesterday we were talking about nobody knows what's going on. Here, they know they would know what's going on Friday night. I'm sorry, Saturday night, and they would know what's going on on Sunday. But on Sunday, you're going to get more people. you get more people. And forget about being Sunday like it is in America. This is in Europe. But people will come during the day because at night, at night, less people show up. That's the way it was in Europe. So therefore, the daytime will get more people. 
And even though, in a way, I, I didn't do the mitzvah as soon as I could, but I did the mitzvah where it isn't just a mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. Everyone knows I did a mitzvah. I'm also emphasizing that I waited during the day, and you're going to give a speech about how this is another sign of Hatzola of Klal Yisrael from Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And therefore, he says, there's a svarit to say that uh, right, you can do it during the day. But he says, I'll tell you what, that's not a bad svaro, but I still think it's better to do it at night. <laughs> In other words, he came out with a svaro of why you could come up with doing during the day, but he says to really be a czar as a mitzvah, you should do it. He says, you look at the lush and the lush, you do it right away. You should do it at, at night. And then he quotes what I said before from Mitzrayim, that that was the way the Spartan did it, and that's why he says it should be done at night. That's the opinion of the Maria Assad. One of the other great postcam at the end of the ninth, the beginning of the 20th century, was, um, I don't know if he lived until the beginning of the 20th century, maybe he barely made it. And that was, of course, uh, that was uh, Rav Shalom, uh, the Brajana Rov, who Rav Shalom Shadron's grandfather, who he was named after. That's the Marsham, uh, also considered in many uh, areas the Paisek Ador. Uh, but he lived in the Chen- he was younger than the Maria Assad, and he quotes him. Um, and he disagrees. He, he, he likes what he writes, but he says that. Um, He thinks it's better to be done during the day. You don't need to come up with any big svara. And um, he quotes something that I, it took me a while to track down. He quotes Rabbi Yaakov Emden. Now I'm going to show you, I, I, I tracked it down, and, uh, and, and, and we'll end with this. I want to show you what Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes. Rav Yaakov Emden writes, in a, he wrote a, a special sefer called Migdal Oiz, which is all about the laws of Brismila and, and the Hanogas of Brismila. Um, and um, he also wrote about Pidyan Aben in that sefer. And uh, this is what he writes. So first of all, um, he, says, he says, even though, he says, we usually wait till the daytime to do the mitzvah. We don't do it at night. And he's going to explain why. He says, You can definitely do Pidyan Aben at night. But the minig is not to do it that way. Now, he says maybe the reason is, now remember we saw this far in the, in the Maria Sad because of Persume Nisa. He says because the food don't taste as good. <laughs> because we know Suma ochel ve'eno savea. If a if a blind man, the Gemara says, if a blind man eats, he doesn't feel full. So therefore, if it's not enough light, you don't enjoy the meal as much. But he says, if you got good lighting, then you should definitely be outside. But he says it never says that you need to make the pidyon aben during the day. Um. 
in fact, I have a proof that it maybe it's better to be done at night. Dafka. Why? Makas Pachoros was at night. And since Makas Pachoros was at night, so, and Makas Pachoros is what created the whole idea of the Kedushas Pachor and why you need Pidyon, so maybe it's even better to do it at night. Again, we, the Maria Saad was talking about getting a lot of people and talking about Makas Pachoros. Rabbi Yaakov Enden, who was writing uh, about 100 years earlier, uh, said, Maybe it's better to be done at night because that's when Makas Bakaris occurred. Now, definitely, I don't know if anybody's going to show up at midnight, but he says you could definitely do it from Chatzi Alai Lebeilech. Do the pigeon in the middle of the night because that's exactly at the moment that Makas Bakaris occurred when they were in Mitzrayim. But he says, I know what the minig is. If you don't have a reason, you probably shouldn't be Mishana from the minig, from the minig. Um Now, he says, I, I think the reason why the minig showed up is because they thought, like the, as we mentioned earlier, like the Shach and the Bach, that it has to be 29, 12, 793, right? And since in certain situations it's not going to be that, Right, in certain situations, it's not going to be that. So therefore, they said, "Lay plug." We're going to wait to the daytime. But he says that sheet is incorrect. But could be that's how the minig arose to wait till the morning of day thirty-one instead of doing it at night for that reason. But he says that sheet is probably wrong. And of course, that his father was one of the people who disagreed with that sheet of the Chachamzi, and that could be one of the reasons why he says. But he says, you know what? Look. If you got a reason, you got a reason. What could, okay, so I just want to, uh, uh, on that note, this business about Makas um, Bachoros was at night, he says, he says, that's not really true, um, the Marsham said. He says, even though it says Hashem in the middle of the night came and and, 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 and killed everyone, but look at the Medrash. The Medrash says they didn't die instantly. Rabbi Yochanan says, Ah, Papi Shehiko Samakas Mabes. Even though the death strike occurred in the middle of the night, Rabbi Yochanan says that they actually were hanging on till the morning. Um, and therefore, uh, Rabbi Yochanan says, the same way we know from the Gemara Beitza, that if you give bread to a child, you have to tell the mother about the gift. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I want my children to know. HaMisa Misachekes Azos. Shasoneim Eich Meisimbo. Why? Tishmar Nafshoisam Araboker Kadeshiyiru Bonai Bisaynehem. I don't know if you ever heard this before. Many people think Makas Bechiris occurred in an instant, right? I once heard Rav Hutner and others, I've heard Rav Hutner say this, and it was based on uh, other ideas, that God pulled the plug of life. It was like, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like uh, Corona. It wasn't like they died from, from their, their organs somehow bursting or, or from sepsis, but they died instantaneously. God says, no life for them. Well, that's not what Rabbi Yochanan says. 
<laughs> Rabbi Yochanan, the, the great Rabbi Yochanan says that they actually, God gave them the, 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 the death smash, but God wanted Klal Yisrael to see their deaths. Take a look. That, he says, I want my children to see Hamisa Misachekes Azos. This, this death that's sort of like playing with them. That their enemies are dying, Eich Simba. So therefore, I'm going to keep them alive in order that they die in the morning and you can see them, they can see them by her. So you see that the actual death occurred during the day. And he said, that's why, if you take a look, the Marsham says, it says, it says, Bayom Hakosi. It doesn't say, right, it says, Bayom Hakosi. Doesn't say that it happened at night. During the day when I killed the um, when they actually died. So that I thought was that in a way um, sort of takes the air out of the balloon of the um, of Rabbi Yaakov Emden. It says, "Oh, it's the best time to mimafarsim it." According to this medrash, no, they actually died during the day. And he says, even though the minig mitzrayim is to do it. At night, but we should stick with our minig, and our minig is to do it during the day. And then he quotes something that we did in Mesechtas Peah, although he quotes it from Shkolim. But we had it in Mesechtas Peah, I believe. And if you remember what it said, it said that there was a person, uh, it said that uh, one of the Ravlo, um, was went out to give tzedakah at night. And a shade showed up. Remember that? The shade showed up and said, what are you doing? This is my area. You're not allowed to be here. And then uh, Rav, Rav Lo, I think, answered him. Or, or, or Not Rav Lo here. It's uh, Rav Hina Bar Answered him. He said, no. I've got a right to give tzedakah because I'm giving tzedakah in a way that people don't know about it. And therefore, I am traveling at night, and I'm doing it at night so no one can see me. But the shade, the king shade, said, you shouldn't be here. This is my spot. So the marsham says, what do you see from there? You see that you shouldn't really be going out at night to go doing mitzvahs. Why? Because tzedakah works, right? So in other words, uh, Right, a Talmud Chacham So even though tzedakah is matzum and amitza, but don't do it unless it's secret and no one knows about what you're doing. Then the shade isn't bothered. So he says, pidyon aben is also an idea that you're saving your child, but still maybe at night it shouldn't be done, like we learned in the Yerushalmi, because leisasig vul. So in other words, this is sort of like a Kabbalistic reason that this is the time that the Shadim are in control. And because of that, he says, that's another reason why he says you shouldn't really do it at night. Now, um, I do want to uh, share with you one last thing. Uh, Shilas came up in the modern era of doing it at night specifically. I'll show you that and then we'll stop. Uh, this is a, a, a Shiloh that came up to Rabbi Yaakov Ariel, uh, a very important posek of the uh, 
in Eretz Yisrael. He's very respected, especially by the uh, Dati Lumi world. And let me find it. And I just want to show you that. that. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, Rabbi Yaakov Ariel, here we are. Here was the question. The child was born on the 28th of Av. So, if you use your calendar, you'll figure out that the pidyon should be on the 29th of Elul. But that's Erev Rosh Hashanah. So the family wanted to do the pidyon and to have whatever meal was with it on the 29th. When? The night before, which happens to have been in this year, a Saturday night. Because they're not going to get anybody to come in the daytime. So can you be mocked in the pidyon? So in today's time, it's actually the opposite than it was in the Maria Sads. It becomes actually easier for people to come at night and to come early in the day. Those of you that have made a bris during the day know what I'm talking about, especially if it's Erev Yontif. No one has time to come on Erev Yontif, but the night before, that would be okay. So, therefore, he says, um, he says, Rabbi Yaakov Ariel says it's better to do it the night before. And therefore, uh, he's a, a, a he says there wouldn't be any problem about doing it the night before as well, which is what he told that family to do. So that's what he says. Thanks for joining us that... for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.